Cardinals Corner from Arizona Sports with Tyler Drake and Eric Ruby. Hello and welcome back into another edition of Cardinals Corner. We got the whole gang right here in studio because the Cardinals were on the road. Dropped a tough one of the 49ers, 35-16. to 16. But joining me to break it down, as always, is Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter Tyler Drake. Right here in the flesh. I'm looking at your in eyes. The flesh. Right here with me, Eric Ruby. I'm going to do this off the bat. I don't usually do this, but make sure you follow Tyler at T Drake for sports. You can follow the show at AZ Cards Corner. Follow myself at Eric Ruby with the K. Tyler's going to break down everything you need from this game. So while you're listening to this, go read his story that he has up right now on ArizonaSports.com and the Arizona Sports mm-hmm. app. But Tyler, I'm going to give you a challenge. Give me three words to describe this 35 to 16 loss. And that's going to be the whole podcast. Deflating, then not. That's going to do it here for Cardinals Corner. No, okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. Deflating, but not. Expand on that a little bit, please. I mean, I think we all could collectively say that first quarter looked really, really rough. Like there was a regression that has occurred within the Cardinals franchise under Jonathan Gannon and Monty Austin Fort. But I'd say like, what, five minutes into the second quarter, things really started turning around. I mean, against... San Francisco, let's be honest, that's a Super Bowl contender. They should be the favorites after what we saw from them today. Just did what they were supposed to do against a team that they were supposed to beat. But for what the Cardinals got out of this game, I think they can really build off a couple things. And, you know, we saw a lot of this stuff we saw from week one with penalties and and just them having to correct those things. And they did that mid-game. They turned it around. They had, at one point, more penalties than they had first downs and Ended up, I think, only having nine when they had seven in like the first quarter alone or second quarter alone, whatever it was. But yeah, you've got to be able to take, like we've said most of this year, you've got to take the wins through all these losses that we're going to see. And Michael Wilson is definitely one of those wins. And like I said, the three words, it's it was deflating to see this team come out and kind of operate how they were. But then they came back and really showed like, hey, we haven't lost a step. We just started out slow and we found our rhythm and we're back. But Again, I think the talent discrepancy is really on display in this in this yeah. game too. No, this this game made sense. It completely it made sense. Yeah. And even at the beginning when it was deflating, as you would say, I wasn't really deflated. Mm-hmm. Because coming into this game, I knew that there was a really big chance that San Francisco just rolled. rolled. I yeah. mean, guys, the talent level on the San Francisco 49ers is stacked against any team in the NFL, even the ones who are competing, right? You want to look at just on offense, the skilled position players on the 49ers compared to the Eagles or the Cowboys like the Cardinals beat last week. Mm-hmm. It's it's a different world. Yep. Christian McCaffrey by himself Four. is a different world. Four touchdowns. Brandon Ayuk is a different world. Oh, he was uh, Dave Burns on our Rapid Reactions, which you can catch on ArizonaSports.com, had a great line. He said, uh, Brandon Ayuk was the best Sun Devil in the Bay Area this weekend. <laughs> and he was he 100% wrong. correct. He is not wrong. No, I I was watching this game with a couple people, and I was just like, yeah, like this this all makes sense. But then it got to the point where it started to, to not, and that was the deflating part, right? In the first quarter where the team, all those building blocks that they had before, the win over the Cowboys, the close losses to the Giants, the Commanders, you just didn't see those taking place. Yeah. It felt like Drew Petzing was having a problem getting into a flow on offense. Mm-hmm. Again, 
49ers personnel. A Hargrave huge, and Bosa. Ugh. Huge part of that. Tough. Huge part of that. Tough. But as that game went on, despite the Cardinals dealing with plenty of injuries in their own right, continue to just get calm, settled in. They did not collapse. And 35 to 16 is a huge margin. Mm hmm. Second half, it played out a little bit differently than that score would reflect. And let's just say, let's just take this a step further and say, if this was the Cardinals of last year, this game would have been over in the first quarter. Oh, yeah. And you could still say it was over just based on the score, but the Cardinals actually showed some fight and showed that they didn't want to just lay down and die like they did in past seasons under under Cliff Kingsbury, to be completely honest, man. Like, this team... Came out of half halftime, went into halftime, you know, on a bigger positive than they were throughout the first half. Came out, did some good things. Obviously, that kind of score is tough to come back from, but just to see that fight and the drive to not lay down and say, "Yeah, they're a better team. We're gonna take the forty uh, point loss and just move on to next week. We'll play the Bengals. That's cool." No, like they went out there and made sure that yeah, the score didn't look that great, but what you saw on the field. That was encouraging for a team that is still very much, you know, leagues away from where the Niners are. And I think I also saw from Dan Bickley, he he had an article where he spoke on, uh, I believe John Lynch was talking to a reporter and the reporter said John Lynch was talking about how impressed he was with the Cardinals and just how much heart they had. That's that is Those not are the little just been him. Honestly, the national Everybody, Kyle perspective around the Cardinals has been dramatically different. Yeah, dramatically even people who don't full on cover the NFL sitting up there right just those guys on Twitter who are like oh i can break things down and they have a social media yeah. following yeah. i mean just people being like hey look at these looks the cardinals are putting out on defense how is yep. somebody going to be able to to adjust to so many different movements every single person who's talked about the cardinals this year has not said wow what an incompetent franchise wow mm-hmm. you watch them play and you can't expect them to win None. Absolutely none of that. And to be honest, all those people had a different tune four games ago. Yep. One in three is not a good record. No. One of the worst in the NFL. Yeah. Right. That again, expected. The morale around this team, the way this team is being viewed, the way Jonathan mm-hmm. Gannon, Drew Petzing, Nick Rallis, Monty Austin Fort, Josh Dobbs. Really across the board. All of them. Yeah. Nobody has come out here and been like, wow, what an utter disappointment. And I think that there's actually more positives than negatives. Because at the end of the day, the negative is, hey, the talent level on the 49ers is so crazy different than the talent level on the Cardinals because they're two teams in completely different areas. Yep. So let's talk about these positives then. And not even trying to be a, a homer, right? Not even trying to be like, oh, the Cardinals lost. Like, look, they got their butt kicked. They yeah. got their butt kicked. There's nothing else to say about that, though. But this this kind of butt kicking, it looks so much different from the past Cardinals. Even the seen. same score, right? Yeah. Even if it was 35-16 to 16 last year under Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. The those vibe. Fi- those uh, 16 points would have been the last, what, couple minutes of the game? Yeah, I'm just starting to, to... Just to... Yeah, I see you. You're starting to twitch, man. No, no, no. I, so I, I got something I got to get off my chest, right? So I I have really, really started to hate the overusage of the word vibes. Oh, okay. Hate it. Okay. And I hate it because I am the main culprit. Yeah, you kind of are, man. I am. You are. 
That's rude. I see it in your eyes. That was rude. You're like, I've been waiting for you to say that. You almost made me say something I shouldn't say with that look in your eye. No. Okay. So here's the thing, right? Like, I I hate it because sometimes I can't stop myself from saying it. And sometimes it's so accurate about what's going on. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say aura. I don't want to say vibe. I I don't want to say any of that, right? I don't, but I can't think of another way to explain it with my you know gen z brain although i'm not gen z i feel like it is a gen z brain um <laughs> i the the vibe around the it's completely different right around the team is completely different this team has fight you saw james connor literally after the game going up and 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 not taking any any oh, yeah. <laughs> any guff from somebody man flack. no none and even during the game i i chris barnes that whole yeah, incident there's a like, couple yeah they're this team does not back down. This team plays physical. This team plays tough. They play smart. And maybe that doesn't always come out effective. Mm-hmm. But is that necessarily because the players aren't playing right and because the coaches aren't coaching right? Or is it simply because there is a certain ceiling that you can hit with this roster? Yeah, that's what it is. Last year, the year before that, it had nothing to do with the ceiling oh, of the they roster. Oh, they had pieces to do stuff. Nothing to do with it, yeah. right? Yeah. And when they would lose, it's okay. They would bat. They would have like one competent drive where they would score, mm-hmm. and then it would all be terrible. There were multiple competent drives here. Yep. It just didn't all work 99 out. Ninety nine yard one. That was and that like, was the first one. The 49ers have given up in like oh two, <laughs> two September decades. of two thousand and two. That's great, right? That's a building block. Yep. Let's talk about the offense for a bit. Josh Dobbs, really solid game. Twenty eight mm-hmm. for forty one. So I mean, not the greatest completion percentage. Two hundred sixty five yards. Well, I mean, yards. Ertz could have caught two passes. Ertz a couple is people maybe a different conversation. Yeah, he's yeah. there was some there were some misses there, and it's not, not just been Dubs, this week, and not no. on Dobbs, and it's not just been this week that no, it's been on him it either. Has it? Two hundred sixty five yards, twenty eight to forty one for Dobbs. Two touchdowns, took a sack, but he was really solid. Marquise Brown and Michael Wilson. And what about the ground game for Dobbs? Give oh, him a Dobbs? Oh, yeah. 12, 12 carries. Led the team. Led the team in carries. James Conner had 11 for 52 yards. Dobbs had 12 for 48 yards. Brutal if you've got James Conner on your fantasy team. Brutal. Yeah, I, but at the same time, that's just that, that San Francisco defensive yep. line was swallowing Tough. them whole. Swallowing them whole. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Michael Wilson. Oh, yeah. Two Killed career it. touchdowns. Two coming in this game. They finally threw him the ball more than three times yeah, right? in a game, and this is what happens. Like, yeah, let's see. How many targets did he have? Seven on seven. Seven receptions for seven targets. 76 yards. It's almost 11 yards per grab. Two touchdowns. Yep. The only two touchdowns on the team. Hollywood Brown almost put up a hundo. Yep. Seven for 96. Great pairing. That's really not bad. At- What's D-Hop doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> this is a Cardinals podcast, Tyler. Ezekiel Turner led the team in tackles. Yep. And he picked I up think a first he started down. started too. And he picked up a first down. He did, yeah. <laughs> Quite the day for Ezekiel Turner. So did so did Oh man, yeah. We'll have to see who's got the better uh, ground game, him or Laketa. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, he only get, he has one carry for 2 yards. So, I mean, not exactly the <laughs> the, the greatest stat line for Zeke, but he, he still did good. I think Dobbs has played himself into a role in the NFL for the next decade. He, he's so smart, and he's yeah. shown that he can he can execute on a high level, and he can like this is a hard so team. He, and here's I think this is it's just now popping in my head, man. How you just said that, like Colt McCoy, we always talked about, so smart, mm-hmm. dude could do it when he was you know a couple years ago. This they've got like a younger version of Colt McCoy now who can actually do what this offense wants him 
to do. He's a very personable guy. And if he's not starting, he's going to give all these guys so much info. You could tell the guy just oozes football. Right. He makes all of his reads. Space stuff. Makes all of his reads. Yeah. And when they're not there, he still finds the Michael a Wilson way to... play uh, last week for that huge game. Was his third was his read. Third read. Yeah. And I remember there was one uh, big first down that he picked up on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was the one that they had to review. I think it was a different one on a different carry. I think he was running to the right side. He stopped. He looked to the left. He looked to the middle. He looked to the right. He saw nothing. He saw a defensive line coming at him. Mm-hmm. And he ran. And he mm-hmm. ran effectively. Not only is that great when you have right now a quarterback who is injured and a lot of times with injuries, more injuries happen afterwards. Maybe mm-hmm. not as severe, but you don't really get injured once and then never get injured again. And yeah. having a solid backup that you can go in and say, hey, we won a big game with this guy. He went on the road at Levi Stadium against the best team in the NFL. I mean, I'm mad I didn't pick them to win the Super Bowl. I have the Eagles over the Bills. Oh, no. But, I, I mean, it could still happen. But the Niners are good, man. The Niners, I mean, we got to see what the Chiefs do against the Jets. But, I mean, I'm still going. I think it's going to be a rematch, Niners-Chiefs. That's not a rematch? Yeah. Super Bowl? Eagles and Chiefs played last year. No, no, no. A couple years back. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, no, no, no. From a couple like, years back. Not, I was like, wait a second. Yeah, no, no. I got you there. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, I was like, did I black out and miss last year's Super Bowl? <laughs> and somehow San Francisco made it. Like, did I not remember that? No. 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 I. They are. I, I believe bar none, the best team in the NFL. Yep. Right. They have. Where's their weakness? Their corners. Is that their weakness? Well, their weakness was their quarterback, and clearly Purdy's exactly <laughs> no what they need in that system. He is not a weakness. He's been great, been great for them. Great. Like, elite for them. Arizona native. And he was airing it down the field, too. Yep. It wasn't just check down, check down, check down, check down, over the middle, oh, oh no, safe yeah. play, safe Brandon play. Brandon Ayuk was going to town. Yeah. They were connecting. Brock Purdy had an incredible game. A lot of uh, a lot of Arizona influence on that side. Yeah, Ayuk, mm-hmm. Purdy, anybody else? I mean, those two just... It's those two. Those that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a crazy duo, though. Yeah. I mean, I remember watching a, 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 Ayuk at ASU. <laughs> ASU. Um, <laughs> and I was like, man, I was like, this kid's really, really good. I, d- I didn't think that he was going to do yeah, this. Yeah, he's on another level now. And he was in the doghouse for like two yeah, years. you're right. Yep. Two years. But he learned how to block, and now he's on the team. <laughs> now he plays. <laughs> but this, this team... You're going to look back on it, and both games that you play against the 49ers this season, you're going to be like, okay, yeah, the, the talent discrepancy is there, right? But the building blocks, like you've mentioned multiple times, have been being built on. You're not just saying, okay, one game they're coming out and they're doing fine at this one thing, and the next game they're coming out like, James Conner didn't have a good game today, fine. But Petsing still drew up the run game Pretty nice. Yeah. It's just again when you face the 49ers, well, Keontae Ingram too. So yeah, Keontae Ingram down a guy was out in the running back room, but I mean he hasn't really done much. I think he's right there teetering on positive or negative yards. Well, right, and it's, it's just been tough sledding for him. Everybody wants to talk about the offensive line with him. It's like I I get it, but at a certain point, you also need to look at the running back. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. That I mean that room, if they were trying to win, which. They're not tanking, but they're not a team with playoff aspirations this year, and that's fine. Everybody yep. accept that. Everybody yep. knows that. Yep. The Cardinals are winning this season so far. Yeah. Yes. Their 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 makeover of what was is still very much in effect and noticeable. Could you imagine what this coaching staff could do with a fully healthy Kyler Murray? Like if you just took 
if you took the roster from last year or two years ago. Yeah, take it from the playoff roster. Yeah, two years ago yeah. when they made the playoffs and you just said, okay, go do Cliff your Kingsbury, thing. like Vance Joseph, all of you guys, out. Rotation would be very, very weird with Zach Allen and J.J. Watt, though. That'd be, But that would be great. Imagine Zach Allen on the team. He's got to be regretting it a little oh, bit, right? Oh, man. I mean, Denver did come back and win today. Oh, my gosh. If they would have lost, I mean, Sean Payton could have been shown the door. No, it would be Vance Joseph is getting shown the yeah, door first. They wouldn't have, you, yeah. you traded a first-round pick for Sean Payton. You're not You're not canning Sean Payton four games into the season. Even though Vance Joseph, though. Move. Yeah, no, it might be. But I, anyway, like if you had Zach Allen on this team... Give give these guys not just, you know, okay, we're we're gonna be kind of piecemealing it in here. Not that like there's not really good players on the defensive line. Dennis Gardak, mm-hmm. I believe, has the most sacks of an undrafted player in Arizona Cardinals history now. Or Probably. he's at least tied. I think Danny Strike uh, uh tweeted that. I also see Zaven Collins. He had a couple good plays, a couple good blocks in there to like kind of set up another person to come in and yeah. get a tackle. Like there, there are definitely pieces that this team has to work with, but if you just look at the talent level across the entire line, plus injuries, Ledbetter, out, right? You have all sorts of defensive line injuries. They're still getting LJ them Collier, out. injured reserve. Carlos Watkins, injured, injured reserve. reserve. Like just brutal, man. Right. You're still getting so much out of these players, more than you probably should And be. you're getting more opportunity for your rookies. Exactly. That's the big thing. Keytrail did not have a great game. No, he got hurtled. Hey, yeah, he got hurtled. He, he got went hurtled. for the he's small and he went for the legs. That's not a good combination no. when you're going against Christian McCaffrey. No. <laughs> no, it's not. It was like a half honestly, it was he, like a half like hurdle. He, it was like a half hurdle. Yeah. Yeah. He still cleared Spin him. zone. Yeah. <laughs> a little half hurdle, not a full hurdle. And maybe four touchdowns to go along with that. But like you said, your rookies are being thrown into the fire. Everybody in Arizona seems to be not only fired up and willing to fight for their team, but aware of what's going on and aware of what's being built. And when they turn this around, because I'm very confident in saying, mm-hmm. even if they don't get two top five picks this year, because the Texans yeah. are also playing well. Oh, yeah. If they don't get two top five picks this year, with Monty Austin Fort's draft record from just this year alone, yeah. heck, he's drafted more good wide receivers than like Steve Kime already. Yeah. Or at least tied it. <laughs> you know, and he had he had yes. one third round shot on Michael Wilson, okay? <laughs> yeah, I guess if you take uh, Hakeem Butler, Keyshawn Johnson, and Andy Isabella and add up all of their yardage and catches, Michael, Wilson, t- Michael yeah. Wilson might Wait, beat that in a year. <laughs> how many touchdowns did they all have in their, in their careers? I, I think over under one and a half. Did Andy Isabella ever score a regular season touchdown? I think he did. I thought he had one or two. Let's let's take you a can you, yeah you, you can you can do the look into there. But all I'm saying is that like three touchdowns. Oh really? Yep. Good for Andy Isabella. Michael Wilson already has two, but good for Andy Isabella. I just I'm sitting here and I'm watching these games and. I cannot be upset and angry. And you said it last episode. I'm kind of like Mr. Pessimism over here, right? Like, oh, what's yep. going to go wrong? Yeah, they're they're getting outplayed against teams that are that are better than them. Yep. Right. This this result makes sense. But they have a ton of cap space. They have Monty Austin for it. even if you don't get two top five picks, you're going to get two picks in the top ten. Yeah. The top twelve. Worst case. Top, worst yeah, case 15, scenario. Twenty. Yeah. And if there's somebody you really like up front. Eight and ten from, is yeah. a good way to get up to five or four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson, one touchdown. Okay, all right. So four, okay, so four good touchdowns. Good job, Steve. Four touchdowns. No, it's it's genuinely exciting because you've never 
and the Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsbury era would sit here if they were one and three or one and whatever they end up being, right? Mm-hmm. And be like, yeah, future's bright. Yeah. We see these building blocks. Yeah. They'll hit in the draft at least. It was, what oh. is this team doing? Yeah. It was anger. It was frustration. Especially when you look and see one of those inside linebackers who was moved all over the field is no longer on your team. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> Blood pressure is going to get high again. No, I I don't think my blood pressure can get high. Like, I'm very at peace right now with everything that's going on. I'm trusting the process. I'm understanding what they're doing. Philly? Maybe Joel Embiid gets traded to the Cardinals. Uh, maybe. The Cardinals. No, I... Like, am I wrong for just now for the no. rest of the season? I'm at peace. I'm just going to be watching the season saying, okay... Let's see Zach Ertz get back to form. Let's yeah. see Michael Wilson continue to grow. I mean, I, I think, man, it's just... At this point, when we were in the offseason talking about this season, I don't think we any of us thought that we'd see this kind of growth at this point. I don't know. I think me and you were kind of on it, though. We, I, we, we had like multiple episodes where we were like, the Cardinals are doing everything right this offseason. Yeah, but until they put it on the field, we just didn't know. But, but I, I think even, I know, even for us, like kind of leaning better, towards that it's way. Better than I think expected. it's even better than what we were even looking at envisioning. Well, right. I mean, I definitely expected them to kind of come out and struggle a lot at first. I didn't expect to have a win by now. Yeah, no, neither did I. I I don't like I'm not super shocked that all of this is happening. Mm-hmm. We sat here through multiple episodes yeah. and over multiple months built up to an episode that I think we even titled if you want to go back and look like, is it too early to believe yeah. in the Arizona Cardinals' new regime? And our answer emphatically on that episode was no. Yeah, you're right. And that's only been proven right. The record does not tell the whole story. It does about, okay, were they the better football team in any of these games? Only one, right? Yeah. Fine. Yep. But every other thing in there, just because they weren't better doesn't mean that they weren't better than expected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Hitting on rookies is the most encouraging thing about all of this. Mm -hmm. Paris Johnson Jr. has been good. Can he be better? Absolutely. Everybody can. Michael Wilson's been really good. Can he be better? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Can they get him the ball more? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's guys that you haven't even been able to see that you're looking at next season now, like John John Gaines. Gaines. And you're like, man, this offensive line... I, I any draft pick that Monty Ford has, I am on the side of optimism until I see them underperform. Keytro Clark for a six-round starting corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got hurtled by Christian McCaffrey. Who hasn't? I've been hurtled by Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> okay? He scored a touchdown on me on my drive here. <laughs> like, that stuff happens. Yeah. But nobody was going into a Steve Kime-led team and being like, you know what? At least they'll nail the draft picks next year. <laughs> like, that wasn't happening. No, it was like, which linebacker they drafted this year? Right. It was a joke. Yeah. You were dreading getting to the draft. Yep. All right, we're off, we're off topic a little bit. Let's get a little bit back to the game, then we can look forward a little bit as well. On the defensive end from the Cardinals, we've talked a lot about the offense. We talked Dobbs, we talked mm-hmm. Wilson, Hollywood, Zach Ertz, James Conner. Biggest takeaway from the defense in this loss to the 49ers. Gardeck is going to pass his sack, his career sack total by week 10. There's no way they trade him, right? No. Okay, good. No, I think that's one of those guys you a build contender around. would that love. Oh, they oh spark plug like him. that. 
They imagine him on the Eagles. They've caught lightning and they ain't gonna trade the Eagles. <laughs> okay, but imagine him no, on the Eagles. There is no but way. Imagine if they. Hey, they've already made one forced transaction this year. <laughs> the tampering. Which what ended up being Michael Wilson, didn't it? It did. There we go. So hey, even the bad things turned out good for this franchise. Dude, I. <laughs> gosh, we gotta talk defense, but I I'm loving what I'm seeing from Michael Wilson. Yeah, Gardeck's been great. You could argue that was my the, biggest standout he, for defense. You could argue he's been the best defensive player this entire season. Mm, him Who and Kaiser. Him, Kaiser White. Those are the two. But Anybody I would say else? from a pass rushing standpoint, yeah, Gardeck is clearly the most consistent and really just brings everything you want as a, at a pass rushing position. Leadership, everything, man. All right, give me your grades. I'm going to read uh, the leading tacklers for this game, okay? Ezekiel Turner, 10 total tackles. Filled in. Didn't, didn't do... Terribly it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He had a good game. Kayvon Wallace, eight total tackles. He's always up top. Yeah. Had a, I, th- I thought there was a couple with Ayuk where he was, he, c- he could have maybe made a better play, but yeah, not bad. Guys, you're white. Seven. S- solid. I expected 10, 12, but also, I, I also expected a little bit more. I think with how the game kind of went, it wasn't so much run it down the, th- down the middle because Cardinals kind of woke up there. Key Trell Clark, five total tackles, five of those solo tackles. Not bad. <laughs> I'm just setting you up here with absolutely nothing. Just no safety net. I'm just reading a stat and making you respond to it. Zaven, four for four, four total, four solo tackles. I mean, he still, what, got the visor on, might have some residual stuff from the eye, so. Gardeck was the only one with a sack today. Yeah. And the only one, oh, no, two people with a tackle for a loss. Him yep. and? Oh. Come on. Dante Stills. No, this is a man that you said was going to have a breakout season. Oh, man. Now I really have to. Yeah, you do. Oh, man. Um, His last name starts with the first letter of your first name. <laughs> that was quite the hint, actually. Quite the hint. He's the only one on here. Actually, no, there's two people on here with that. There's Jalen Thompson, who I'm not talking about, and then there's... Cam Thomas. Oh, jeez. Sorry, Cam. Yeah. one. Yeah. He, the, him and Gardeck were the only two with a tackle for a loss. Well, and I think on the other side, too, San Francisco only had one sack. Like, it was a very... Oh, I'm wrong. Keetrell Clark also had a tackle for a loss. I'm just okay. lying over here, yeah. actually. You're you're 26 minutes into Cardinals Corner. I'm just at the lying portion of the entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Any other notes from this game? It's hard to get any more positive than we have been and this is not force like we didn't sit down here and go hmm how do we turn this into a positive this is just how we both felt about this game they got whooped they got absolutely whooped yep but that was expected 100% expected it was how they responded what was the big thing exactly speaking of teams that need to respond to adversity (laughs) next week the Cincinnati Bengals are... Jamar is going to have like 25 targets come his way. Has to, right? <laughs> has to. There is turmoil in Cincinnati, oh folks. If you, if you Not Arizona. It. I know last year might have been a lot of Arizona Bowl, but it's Cincinnati this time around. If you missed it. Jamar Chase, I think that the Bengals lost today, didn't they? I didn't see the final score. Yeah, I just to the saw. Titans like 27 to 3 or That's something. That's awful. Um, Jamar Chase said, I'm always open. I'm always bleeping, bleeping open. open. Always. Yikes. But here's the thing. That could actually be an awful thing for the Cardinals. Yeah. Like, that could be terrible. Yeah. Because now, you're going to have Joe Burrow, and you're going to have Jamar Chase. And he's going to get targeted, like you said, about 25 times. And they're probably going to target him. With Keytrail on. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to want Keytrail on him, but. I mean, I don't know, man. Him or Marco, I, I 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I think Keitro. And T. Higgins will probably be out. Yeah, Tyler Boyd though, right? Yeah, yeah. But T. Higgins, I mean, he hasn't been having a good year, but he's yeah. in a contract year, and he's he's always somebody you have to keep an eye on. Yeah. The Cardinals could get a win here, man. Yeah. This was a team they that... They could. No, they really could. I that It's surprising how bad they are. A, it, absolutely. And this could be the, like, where, you know, the national media picks up and, like, oh, man, Bengals are at rock bottom after Cardinals. losing to the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the... No. I, I can already see it. I can already see the headlines. Absolutely. And... I'm and if they're gonna play like they did today, I think the Cardinals have a great chance. Of being oh, there. yeah! If they just play like they had all season, right? Yeah. It, and Even that's also one. the thing. There has not been a game that we have sat down here and been like, "Man, they sucked." Kyle Shanahan said it himself. They could have been. They could be three and three and one now. Three, yeah, they yeah. could be. Yeah. Genuinely, this could have been a, a matchup of undefeated teams. Yeah, matchup for the NFC West title. Also, being unsaid in all of this, 49ers had the Cardinals in a long week. Yep. The 49ers played Thursday, Thursday night football against the Giants last week. Without Saquon. Have had a week and a half to prepare for the Cardinals. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge that's advantage. That's a factor. Yep. That's a huge and advantage. And at home, yeah. You're at home on Sunday watching them beat the Cowboys, seeing everything that they do right and say, how do we stop that? Yep. That's an advantage yep. for a very smart coaching staff with a former Cardinals head coach on it. Yeah, back to the bang. Back yeah. back to the bang. Back to the Bengals. If I had to make you be ESPN's matchup predictor, where it's like this person or this team has a percentage chance of winning, where where would you put the odds right now for Cardinals Bengals week five? Call me crazy. Sixty five percent Cardinals. Ooh. If you told me that five weeks ago, I'd call you crazy. I call you. Nuts. I've got some Nuts. oceanfront property in Mesa to sell you. Exactly. And there's got some canals over there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> With big old fish in them. Yep. Uh, I, I, I think that's more of a testament, honestly, not to what the Cardinals are doing, but to what's happening with the Bengals. Yeah. Because... Cardinals will still not be favored against most teams now. No. You can you can say, hey, they're frisky. Hey, they're going to give you a good competition. At the end of the day, they're just not going to be favored. That's just not going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Who? I, I wonder, do they have a line out for this game? Mm, I don't know. Because there's no way the Cardinals are favored, right? It, I mean, it is at home. Maybe like no, two-point underdog, two-and-a-half-point underdog, something like that. Yeah, because they're, they're on the road as well. I think I just saw the line. So right now, the matchup predictor on ESPN has it at 69% Bengals. Oh, wow. It's at 65 Cardinals. Yeah. So uh, I think four, I see uh, four, four and, and a half. half. Yeah. Four and a half. Okay. I mean, that's not a big line. No. That's not a big line at all. Nope. The Eagles are favored over the Rams by five, though. And I feel like that line should be bigger. And the Niners are only three and a half favorites over the Cowboys. What? Interesting. Wait. Oh, man. I'm about to get all the money out of my bank account. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? By the way, Brock Purdy's numbers on the season, 61 for 91. None of those incompletions coming today. And hey, no pick, right? He doesn't have a pick yet. He doesn't have a single interception on the season. 736 yards, four touchdowns. Woof. Woof. By the way, Dak still has not thrown a pick to anybody not named Kaiser White this season so <laughs> that's interesting but biggest key to Bengals cardinals before we wrap it up here on cardinals corner um i mean take a blueprint out of what the last couple weeks have been and use that against joe burrow i mean who it's, knows what joe burrow jo- and it is know. joe burrow like that's the key factors yeah 
which Joe Burrow shows up. Are you going to get? Yeah. How is his calf going to be? Is there going to be a lingering issue with his calf? Like, I think he's playing through a lot of limitations right now. I mean, if he gets halfway through this game and they're getting blown out, they're going to they're going to put him on IR in the middle of the game. <laughs> like, that's not. I I don't know, man. Speaking of teams that have quarterbacks that are oh, on right. long, long layoffs, right. real we really quickly need to dive into this part. Yeah, Kyler Murray reported weeks away. Yep, Adam Schefter, even though he could come off pup to on Monday. So remember this, folks. He can come off and be back on the roster by Monday. Mm-hmm. Is that going to happen? No. Reportedly, no. No. And I'm, what we have we said? No. That's what I've been saying this whole time, man. I know you're sticking with your prediction. I'm week saying eight. week eight. I'm sticking with week ten. But at this point, I might have to go, I might have to tweak mine and give myself half credit because week eight might be when he gets activated and not play. Dude, I'm sticking. He's gonna play, he'll play week ten because it's at home. Yeah. It's back from a road trip. You're the game before. You're playing in Cleveland. Yeah. No chance they're gonna no. activate him and play him in cold Cleveland. No, no way. A good defense. Nope. No way. Here's the thing. And I said this when Kyler posted the video, all of that. Soon. He's not going to be rushed into this, even if he wants to be there. Yep. Right? Yep. In fact, it's better, in my opinion, you're like, okay, Kyler really, really wants this. And then keep him back a little bit, right? Make him really want it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what they're going to do. Plus, they're going to make sure he's healthy. You can't trot him out there and be like, wow, Kyler's recovery was ahead of schedule. We're going to activate him week four and put him out there week six. And then he goes out there and he hurts himself again. That's an awful look for the organization. Yeah. In this season, you need to make sure that you give him the absolute best chance to thrive, the best chance to show you who he is, and to continue to watch Josh Dobbs do really well. That will also light a fire in him. Absolutely. There's no way they activate him up, up. Tomorrow. No. There's no way. I'm saying there's no way after Bengals. Okay. Week six is when you can start talking to me, because they said several weeks. I think it was a Schefter report. Yeah. I'm still thinking probably he'll be activated week seven, week eight, like you said, and give him two weeks, filled up, and Mm -hmm. plays week 10 at home against the Ravens. Yep. That's what I think. We'll keep an eye out for it. All right, Tyler, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Cardinals Corner. If you want to follow Tyler, you can do it at Drake for sports He's going to have you covered all throughout the week from practice with storylines, big news, everything like that. You can get it from him at Drake 4 That is the number four, Drake for sports You can follow myself at Eric Ruby with the K, E-R-I-K-R-U-B-Y. Follow the show at AZ Cards Corner on X slash Twitter. And make sure you stick along with us throughout the rest of the Cardinals season. We do have an announcement next week. You're going to want to tune in for that. But oh until then... Yeah. Oh, boy. Until then, remember, always enjoy football. And we'll talk to you guys next time.